In this episode, we get to speak with friend, patron, channels member, moderator of our Latter-day Lesbian podcast discussion group, and transgender woman badass Alice Ashton. We're going to get her take on the recent Supreme Court decision where the justices decided that gay and transgender people are protected under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Woohoo! And we have a bunch of trolls to roast. Oh, God. We might need like a three-part episode to roast all these (laughs) fucking trolls. Should be good. Mm -hmm. Should we do it? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know the new customers who bet $5 get $150 back in bonus bets? We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $150 back in bonus bets. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Twenty one plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com/sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Hey everybody! Welcome to Latter Day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. <laughs> Are we sick of that intro? Nope. Love it. Do you? Do I, do you I seem like it. you're in love with it right now. Well, I can hear the rain. So we have all the blinds closed in the room that we're in because we're recording. I can hear the rain. It's uh-huh. kind of dark. and A little bit I, warm. It's a little warm. Yep. Are you and feeling sleepy? I'm a little sleepy. Yep. I could use some a nap. Um, but also the realization that we're supposed to get basically nothing but rain for the next, what, five days here? Yeah. Something like that. Like no breaks. Just all rain. Oof. Like at least like an 80% chance. At least it's not boiling hot. I don't probably know. will be the day after the rain stops, and then all the <laughs> bugs are going to come out. That's including, right. I think this is the year for the 17-year cicada infestation. So, Oh, my goodness. Just when 2020 couldn't get... So they emerge as teenagers? Is that what you're saying? They're 17, <laughs> and they're like, Mom, give me the they car act keys. like it. Yeah, exactly. They're grody <laughs> You're so <nasty>. mean. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it, cicada. Squish. <laughs> wow. I know. I That's know. one way to handle a teenager. <laughs> you squish them. Uh, I think we digress already. How? And we didn't even start with Well, you know what? Maybe the rain is coming at an opportune time because we have just finished a crap load. Crap load. Crap load. Of yard projects. Oh, my God. So we spent our combined birthdays, and I say combined because it's like a three-day celebration, really. Yeah, because we have the 14th, which is Mm -hmm. my birthday. We have the 16th, which is your birthday. And the 15th, which is our future (laughs) To be someday, some year, wedding anniversary. Uh-huh. Shelly's got this all mapped out, you guys. Yeah. Just so you know, um, the <laughs> next time that June 15th, which is the date that I have chosen, mm-hmm. um, the next time it's on a Saturday will be in 2024. Okay. So if we're not married by then, if Mary hasn't popped the question... She's going to pop me like a little cicada right under her foot. That's what's going to happen. Cicadas kind of crunchy squish. That's they're, what I'm they're saying. Gross. They're yeah. probably going to make a probably crunchy squish. Crunch. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. That reminds me of a dream I had one time. <laughs> oh, dear. Where giant shrimp were peeling the clothes off humans and dipping them in cocktail sauce. Mm-hmm. You had that dream? I have that dream. That could be like a cartoon. That I can see that on like Ren and Stimpy or something. Or like a Pink Floyd uh, movie or yes. something. Yes, yes, that, that okay. too. Okay, so um, did you want to talk about our birthdays? I do want to talk about what our birthdays. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about me turning, what did I turn, Four, 46? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you turning 54. You know, it's really fun for you to name the ages because I'm always going to be older than yeah, you. Yeah, but here's the thing. People always think that you're younger than me. You look Your daughter younger thought than that. I know. <laughs> and now she's grounded. <laughs> you're going to squish her like a little bug? Mm-hmm. That's, that's Shelly's latest parenting squish technique. Squish you like a bug. <laughs> like no, a 17-year-old I'm cicada. just going to squish you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I want to give mad, mad props to my parents. Like oh, huge yeah. props yeah, yeah, yeah. to my parents. And not any to mine. Zero props to your mom. <laughs> um, so Mary's birthday is two days after mine. 
Right. And I get a phone call on Mary's birthday, and it's my mom and dad. And my mom's like, hi, Shelly, how are you? I said, good. And then she says, um, do you know what day it is? And I was like, um, it's Mary's Mary's birthday. She goes, yes, it is. And we don't have her phone number. Is she nearby? I was like, oh, uh, hold, please. Uh-huh. So I brought the phone in to Mary, had it to her, and my mom and my dad sang yeah. happy birthday they sure did. to Mary over the phone. My yeah. TBM mom and dad, uh-huh. who surely wish I wasn't gay, mm-hmm. they sang on the phone happy birthday to their ex Mormon daughter's lesbian girlfriend. I know. Right? It was it was a moment for me. It really was. Yeah. They are trying so hard. They really are. They're very loving. If you think about their journey mm-hmm. with this whole process and how when you first came out to them, there were tears, there was blaming, your father yeah. was trying to give you blessings all over the place. Your mom was <laughs> like, I've never known a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Like having a meltdown, right? Yeah, yeah. And now they're calling me on my birthday. Yeah, a year and a half ago, maybe, I would say, mm-hmm. um, they wouldn't even say your name out loud. Right. Like if I would bring you up in conversation, yeah. they would change the subject. They'd never said your name out loud. Yeah, I know. And now they're calling me. They would have called you had you given them your phone number. It's not Um, high on my to-do list. (laughs) I guess I haven't given your mom my number either. (laughs) She wouldn't use it. She wouldn't. Yeah, to going from ignoring your existence completely Mm -hmm. to calling you on your birthday, meaning they wrote your birthday down somewhere, Yeah, and singing you happy birthday, which is the same thing they do for their children and their children's spouses. Mm Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I know. I was amazed. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. I can see that you get your musical ability from your father, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got a lovely voice. (laughs) Yeah. He has a great tenor. Is it a tenor or a baritone? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. But he does have a lovely voice. He does have a lovely voice. Meanwhile. Your mom. My mom. uh, So she called me on my birthday. We happened to be sitting on our port swing that we put together. Sure shit did. One of the yard projects. Mm -hmm. Drinking coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I had mentioned that we what we were doing and that two days earlier was your birthday. Yeah. And she just said, oh, knows that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like right next yeah. to you. Yeah, so no like belated happy birthday, yeah. Shelly. Tell her or, happy birthday. Or what'd you, get, what'd you do for her birthday? Uh-huh. What Like, no. Uh-huh. In my parents, after they sing you happy birthday, they asked me, you know, what are you guys doing for Mary's birthday? Yeah. Like treating you like a real human that's part uh-huh. of the family. Where I don't know if your mom even said my name. No, and um, I proceeded to tell her all the yummy crap I cooked for you on the grill. Crap is the word of my day. Crap. Crap. Yeah. I'm going to just say crap. And she didn't even ask, like, oh, well, does Shelly like blah, blah, blah food? Well, I mean, she would imagine. But she didn't say, well, that sounds delicious. That's a nice thing to do. She didn't say anything You know what? When's your mom's birthday? I'm going to call her ass and sing her happy birthday. <laughs> April 23rd. I think she's listening to still it. be around next April. Oh, she still is. You better damn believe it. I'm going to call her <laughs> and sing her frail ass happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And she didn't mention anything about the cooking that I'd done or any of that. No. She just got off the phone quickly. Yeah, I don't exist to your mother. But when I call her on it, when I say things like, you never ask about Shelly, she says, of course I do. Bullshit. Yes, I do. Why don't you why don't you corner her and be like, hey, guess what, mom? Shelly's parents called me for my birthday and sang happy birthday to me. And when I brought up the fact that it was Shelly's birthday to you, you said nothing. So next time you try to say, I ask about her all the time, just remember this. Yeah, well, that is on my to-do list, but I don't talk to her as often as you talk to your parents. And but this maybe you should just make a happened. special phone call for that. I will handle it. Okay. Okay. And I will talk to my mother. I have no problems confronting my mother. I know. I'm not going to just call her and start yelling at her. That's probably. A I good will choice. figure out a time to bring it up in conversation. Okay. I, I promise. Thank you. I will do that. Makes, makes me feel like you're defending me. And yeah, I of course I will. That. Of course okay. I will. Yes. Right, and well, she'll probably deny it. Of she'll course she say, will. Oh, I did ask about her and be like, nope. 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 I did say happy birthday. Nope. nope. Didn't nope. happen. Nope. Yeah. She's selective memory, that one. Yeah. Okay. She's selective memory with things that would make her look bad. She selects to not remember those things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And then my sister told me that mom just got into a fight with her best friend of like 50 years. I mean, they have been friends for 50 years. <laughs> this is years. fantastic, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> and they were Wait, argu- what was the fight about? What was the- <laughs> <laughs> They were arguing about details surrounding the rapture. The rapture. That's a good reason to break up with a 50-year-long <laughs> friendship. I mean, the rapture. And when it was supposed to be happening, I, I don't know. 
I don't really know the details of the, the argument, but that's pretty funny. And then my mother accidentally CC'd all of this person's friends. Oh, my God. Learn the internet, Mom. <laughs> Learn and, it. And she blamed Gmail for that mistake. <laughs> she said something messed up with her computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's more like user error, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> I'm like, did Gmail decide who to put in the CC column or the BCC column? Yeah, it switched it. Yeah. Totally switched it on you. It <laughs> just populated names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. my goodness. Yeah, my mother right can't be wrong about no. anything. No. Mm-hmm. It just gets worse and worse and worse, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so did you want to say anything else about our birthday? Um, we, we finished the gazebo on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, we went out to eat. Oh, that was lovely. That was a nice experience. There's social distance patio eating at yeah. Coastal Flats. It takes extra long to get seated because they're, you know, they're only allowing yeah. a certain number of people in or out of the restaurant. So you have to wait sometimes. Sure, but the weather was amazing. It was amazing. We just walked around and looked Dinner at the sunset. Dinner was amazing. And, yeah. Everything was delightful. The sunset was gorgeous. Um, we made a little special video for our channel's members, and that was nice. Yeah, it was a fantastic night. Fantastic night. And yeah. I was sitting by my baby holding her hand. Mm, it was real, real nice. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Should we do this whole thing for another year and see what happens? Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Where are we on the podcast Let list? me look. What do I have here? I wrote down birthdays. Did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're moving on. Oh, okay. To roast some trolls. So here, here's the situation. Wait, do we say cue music? Well, we haven't roasted is, trolls in a long time. It's more of like a little cadency thing. Remember? It's not really music. There is music. I know, but do it. we introduce it? I think so. How? Cue music. Just like the other one? Sure. All right. Cue music. I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Cue <laughs> music. Okay. So here's the situation. The episode 76 that we put out called, Hey, White People, Let's Learn to Be Better Allies. Seems reasonable enough request, right? Sure, sure. Uh, Knowing that most of our listeners are probably white. Well, Facebook suggests when a post is popular that you could boost it. You could put money behind it. Yes. And boost it. Because it said this is getting more action than Than over 90% of our posts. I'm like, well, shit, maybe this is a good time to put some money behind it. Uh Maybe get some more listeners, you know, get the word out there. Whatever, Mm -hmm. let's go for it. (laughs) The last time we put money behind a Facebook ad was when we did roast this troll Mm -hmm. where she was telling me that I needed to stay together with my family for the sake of the children and that I was selfish Mm -hmm. uh, for leaving them, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like every time we boost a post, we're going to get the trolls. Like, who do you put this to? Are you you in hate groups? Maybe skinheads or something? That's what it seems like, but (laughs) I tagged um, Black Lives Matter. I tagged social reform. I tagged, you know, people that you would think, you know. Would be on board. Would be on board or at least would be. Open to the idea. Or kind <laughs> or or worst case just ignore it like they you know to see back meh and ignore it but no 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 this is facebook we're talking about here yeah so. and you know this isn't like a trigger warning i don't think but it just is so disheartening you guys it is we get so in our little bubbles of safety like we are surrounded by people who support us cheerleaders that are in our corner and they yeah, say kind things and sure. supportive things progressive Even, people yeah progressive people and that's generally who we surround ourselves with and then something like this happens and you realize how hateful the world is the yeah. world is full of haters yeah not everybody. No. And you know who you are if you're mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm not a hater. But there are so many. And we're going to read some to you. Yeah. There are so many, and we just don't really realize it because, I mean, you'll you'll get your random Mormon shit that's annoying, but I don't have any, like, active racist, like— Oof. like. This was bad. Yeah. Guys. And I don't have any out there homophobes. I don't have—like, they just are not in my Facebook yeah. feed because I won't allow it. So now that I've boosted this post, anyone that it's gone to can go and comment on it. Mm-hmm. And it was basically the uh, the promo for LDL 76. Mm-hmm. If you want to find that on the Latter-day Lesbian podcast page, not the discussion group, but the page, scroll to the LDL 76. Yeah. It's the big black block. I want to say their names. Oh, we're saying their fucking names. Um, so Ryan Wilson says he posts... I guess this is a meme of a white guy all in white. It's looking Mm -hmm. so Mormon, right? White guy all in white out like in a pose with his arms out looking towards the heavens. It's a blue sky. 
and he says, this is me not having any white guilt. Right away. Yeah. You get way, the way to go, stuff. Dude. Yeah, like thanks, Ryan Wilson. Yeah, thanks, Ryan Wilson. We have John Sirigliano. Sirigliano. There we go. He says, "So sick. Seek out help from a psychiatrist slash psychologist for your mental illness." So people, you know, even though this topic is not around gayness at all, because it came from Latter Day, because lesbian. it came from Latter Day lesbian, the homophobes come out of the buttholes oh, of yeah. the country. Yeah, yeah. David Armstrong similarly says, "Remember, kids, there are only two genders. Anything else is just mental illness." Hey, David Armstrong. Kiss my lesbian ass mm-hmm. and fuck you. Suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Francisco Olivencia wants to um, preach Jesus to me. Mm-hmm. He says, what would you tell Jesus? For he lived and preached the gospel to the children of Israel and to humanity, and there was slavery, and Jesus never spoke up about it, if I'm not mistaken. So saying because Jesus didn't speak up about slavery, that he liked slavery? Like, what the fuck is that? Right, 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 right. And there were so many grammar errors. Like, I corrected all of his (laughs) grammatical errors. So Francisco, maybe never type again. Um, because the things you say are shitty and your grammar um, sucks. Tom Hartness, who is proud to be a cracker. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your response to him, Shelley? Yeah, he put a picture of a white cracker and he says, proud to be a cracker. Mm -hmm. And I responded with, you do know that term comes from slavery, right? A cracker was the man who was responsible for whipping the slaves, making the whip crack. Mm-hmm. And then some other dude, Joseph, was like, I'm sure Tom is not a slave owner. And then I said, then why does he refer to himself as one? And then Joseph says, good question. Same reason another offensive word is used in hip-hop lyrics. <sighs> oh, my God. That doesn't make How sense. How do you even respond to that? Because a, a black person referring themselves as the N-word, uh-huh. a white person calling themselves the person who whips black people. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck is that? You can't compare those no, two. No, it's not, it's not the same thing. No. No, 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 no. One is owning a derogatory term and saying, I'm going to claim that word. Yeah, it's like me being like, hell yeah, I'm a dyke. Yeah, exactly. Right. And the other person is claiming the person who whips the— Yeah, the, I'm the person who, the who would whip those N-word people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's claiming? These people still exist. These wow. people are still in nature, and I don't know how. Oh, John Benny says, white people don't owe anyone anything. Hope you don't get hurt when you fall off that high horse. Yeah, I'm on such a high horse worth my virtue signaling. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Scanlon, I think is his name, found this comic that looks like it's a take on Family Circus. Remember that that comic? Yeah, yeah. It looks kind of like that animation or that illustration. And the dad is telling the kid, what's the magic word to get what you want? And the kid says, racist. God. If that actually worked, there would be no need to be even talking about this. So fuck you, whatever your name was. Uh I've got one. Kurt Chappelle here um, decided to ignore the whole uh, racist thing altogether and says, Thou shalt not lie with woman as with men. Men shall not lay with men as woman. Only animal I know that does these things is dogs. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Kurt. And fuck off. You make no sense. And (laughs) you are a homophobe. Uh Uh-huh. Barry Sanderson says, President Trump is trying his best to give this country back to the people, and half of the country is too stupid to appreciate it. Who said that? Disagree with that Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Barry Sanderson. Barry Sanderson, you suck. How about this one? James Austin says, who would waste their time watching this shit, not me? Uh, Well, you don't watch our podcast, you (laughs) dumb fuck, so don't you worry about that. And Frank Narduli, I mean, I had to giggle a little bit because he says, mm, this carpet tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> he has but no still, idea. Yeah, he has no clue. <laughs> you know what I love about this? You get ads in your Facebook feeds all the time. I do. I just scroll. Mm-hmm. Do these same kind of people, when they're watching TV or listening to the radio, if an ad comes on that they don't necessarily like, do they get their phone out and, like, call the makers of whatever <laughs> and bitch about it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's nice from Sean Parsons. Make no mistake, Black Lives Matter, dot, 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 is a terrorist organization of thugs and criminals. Yep. Were you just so depressed after reading these? You know, angry. it's hard because 
my first reaction is to reply to everyone and set them straight. Um, but it does impact you. And I, I hope we're not impacting you all right now. Everyone's probably getting oh, depressed. my God. We're just, it's hard realizing again that people suck. There are just some real shit people. And just because we've sort of, you know, pushed them out of our lives at this point, most of them. Yeah. They are there and they are this bad. Oh, yeah. Although Curtis Cox says, show me those Serbian titties. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Serbian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. J. Travis Coghan says, stupid leftist garbage. Mm. That's okay. what he thinks of that. Tony Hartness is a piece of shit, and he says, get your liberal shit show off my fucking feed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or how about lesbians? Ha, 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 ha. That's from Nigel Page. Nigel. What a weird comment. Uh, I, I, it doesn't make sense. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. We also got called garbage. Here's two memes of people puking. Um, Matthew Wynn tells us to go away. Oh, here's a good one. Francisco Olivencia. He was the one, again, uh, talking about basically how Jesus was okay with slavery. He says, but you are breaking God's law, law for being a lesbian. Have you read what happened? I'm reading it as it's written. Mm-hmm. Have you read what happened to the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah? The cities were destroyed completely because they were all homosexuals and did not repent. You shouldn't even be allowed in a church. So that's not really how the story goes in Sodom and Gomorrah. No. Yeah. So two men come to the door of Lot's house and want to sleep with these beautiful angels that are there or lay with them or however it's phrased. Fanny Fact Check could help us out with that. Mm -hmm. And Lot decides to offer them his daughters instead. He says no to the angels. Not yeah. going to get with the angels. He's but, like, here, here's rape my daughters. My daughters. Rape my daughters. Yeah, there's a great story. Yeah, it's a really good story. You should yeah. tell your children. The the true story there or the false story that they make up are both shitty. Right. Basically, scriptures just And God kind of suck. sucks anyway because he's going to destroy the city mm-hmm. for having some bad seeds or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Lot's wife has a little momentary lapse of faith. Looks back. I guess she's just like looking back at her place like, oh, look I'm at my miss place. This place. Like, look at my place burning. And she's like, boom. Pillar of salt. You're turned to salt right now. Oh, God. Well, like, he's so understanding. <laughs> you can't have any nostalgia no, for you, where you came from? No, you'll be salt. To me, that's not necessarily a lack of faith. That's just a little bit of, can't you grieve two seconds for what you just gave up? Sure, but even if it was a lack of faith, like, really, you kill someone? Yeah, I know. God sucks. Okay. There so we that go. was fun. <laughs> Um, wow. Once again, fuck you to all of those trolls. People suck. Yeah. I'm just going to say this to all our listeners, all our supporters on Patreon and channels, etc. We love you so much. Yes. Thank you for showing up and holding our hands and walking this journey with us, being brave, being mm-hmm. strong, mm-hmm. writing in your stories. Yeah. You know, speaking up for people who are marginalized. We're just trying to be supportive of those who need our help and people who are marginalized people and oppressed people. And we want to be there for them. Yes. We Thank have you to be. for those. We need to be there. Thank you for everyone brave enough to take that stand with us. Absolutely. And fuck you to the trolls. Fuck them. Fuck them. And I hate this reminder of how shitty people can be. It's really disheartening. It is me. disheartening. I'm going to turn the disheartenment um, <laughs> into forward action. Okay. Into motivation, into, oh, yeah, that's right. We haven't fixed the problem yet of yeah, racism. For we sure. haven't fixed the problem yet of homophobia. Nope. There are more actions to be taken. Yep. So we're going to continue doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to take a little break. When we get back, we're going to get into our interview with our friend Alice Ashton. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. I missed you, Mary. (laughs) Did you? Mm -hmm. During the commercial? So we are now moving into a very special part of this episode. I know. Exciting news, right? Mm-hmm. If people out there have been living under a rock, um, <laughs> let us let you know that on June 15th of 2020, by the way, mm-hmm. I do believe June 15th is our future wedding anniversary someday, right? According to you, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is the day between our birthdays. I know. Um, we just celebrate for three days. Yeah, but this isn't about us. <clears throat> I mean, a little bit. <laughs> well, it does impact us. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Should, we, should we let the people know what we're talking about? I think we should. Okay, on June 15th, there was a landmark 6-3 to three ruling by the United States Supreme Court. The justices decided that gay and transgender people 
actually are protected under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which bars employers from discriminating against employees on the basis of sex as well as race, color, national origin, and religion. Yeah, so that actually helps out a lot of different groups. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love this. And Mary, by the way, of Mm -hmm. course I had to look into this because I remember an episode that we did a long, long time ago where we highlighted Asshat Oaks Uh uh, about him being such an extreme homophobe. Just the one time? I mean, it's been maybe (laughs) twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, I would like to give some background about the shitty church's stance on homosexuality slash transgender issues slash... Basically anything that isn't white males. Let's hear it. So check this out, ladies. Check it out. In 1984, not all that long ago, but in 1984, newly minted apostle, Dallin H. Oak, so our asshat friend, Mm -hmm. former BYU president and judge for the Utah Supreme Court, wrote a confidential and secret memorandum for the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints supporting homosexual discrimination in society and in the workplace. Of course he did. Okay, and this is a guy that, you know, speaks for God. For sure, for sure, absolutely. The memorandum was titled, Principles to Govern Possible Public Statements on Legislation Affecting Rights of Homosexuals. And that has been the guiding light for Latter-day leaders in promoting the church's discriminatory agenda towards LGBTQ people. Fun. Yep. You want to hear some more? Sure. Arguments, this is in the memorandum, arguments for job discrimination against homosexuals are strongest in those types of employment and activities that provide teaching association and role models for young people. This would include school teachers, especially at the elementary and secondary levels, and youth leaders and counselors. (laughs) So he's saying, okay, we got to get the gays excluded from here, Mm -hmm. right? He goes on to recommend, remember, this guy's a lawyer. This isn't just his, like, this is my random opinion that I'm uh-huh. talking to my wife about. This is a judge for the Utah Supreme Court wow. writing a confidential and secret memorandum, which, of course, by now has been turned loose on uh, social media. Wow. Uh, he says, I recommend, and this is in the memorandum, I recommend that if an anti-job discrimination law is proposed to protect homosexuals, the church should oppose the law if it did not contain a youth protection exemption. And we've actually talked about this um, in an earlier episode, but— He is saying, like, we need to propose anything that protects LGBTQ people in the job place if it doesn't have some provision where they can't be around children. You know what's so goofy to me about that? Tell me. You know, we get letters from teenagers a lot Mm -hmm. who come out and they're terrified. They come out to us. They change their names. They're terrified to come out to their friends and family. They don't have any influences. Mm -hmm. They just come out because they're actually gay or trans or something. They're not influenced by some evil. No one recruited them into being gay. It doesn't no. work that way. It doesn't. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because if that was the case, then straight people could recruit gays into being straight. And we all know that that doesn't work either. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On page 17 of the memorandum, Asshat Oaks decides to say we need to, quote, vigorously oppose the legalization of homosexual marriages. <laughs> Fuck God. off, bro. Fuck the fuck off. Uh In the 2006 interview with the Public Relations Department of the Church, the Mormon Church, Elder Dallin Asshat Oaks also has this to say. And the transcript, this is 2006, not that long ago, 2006. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we we will post a link for this. Somewhere. We'll get the link to you. Oh, to the transcript? So you can read the whole thing because it's long. It's basically an interview. But I'll I'll pick out a couple of fun parts. Here's one part where Elder Asshat Oak says, let me just add a thought to that after he said a bunch of shitty stuff. There is no fullness of joy in the next life without a family unit, including a husband, wife, and posterity. Mm -hmm. Further, men are that they might have joy. In the eternal perspective, same gender activity will only bring sorrow and grief, and the loss of eternal opportunities. Eternal opportunities? Like when you're climbing the corporate ladder in heaven? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mormons love that hierarchy. They really do. They love to sort of like climb up and be better than everybody else. Oh, that's what it's all about. Uh Even in heaven. Yeah. (laughs) There's also this little jewel. This this public affairs person, uh, interviewer, asks Elder Asshat, at what point does showing that love cross the line into inadvertently endorsing behavior? 
So mm-hmm. if the son, he's talking about if your son were gay. If the son says, well, if you love me, can I bring my partner to our home to visit? Can we come for holidays? How do you balance that against, for example, concern for other children in the home? By the way, why would there be concern for other children in the home to have a gay person because over? Because people, at least back in this time when it was written, thought that gay people recruited. This is 2006. A lot of people didn't think that, but the, the Mormon fuck that Mormons, church yes, was exactly. still thinking that gay people recruited. Mm-hmm. So this is his answer, and I want to punch him in his non-existent nutsack. <laughs> Elder Asshat says, that's a decision that needs to be made individually by the person responsible calling upon the Lord for inspiration. I can imagine that in most circumstances, the parents would say, please don't do that. Don't put us into that position. Like— Please okay. don't bring your gay person I here. I love that he's like, you know, it's really up to their discretion. But what I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he uh-huh. says, surely if there are children in the home who would be influenced by this example, the answer would likely be that. That's so stupid. There would also be other factors. Here we go. I can also imagine some circumstances in which it might be possible to say, yes, come, but don't expect to stay overnight. Don't expect to be a lengthy house guest. Don't expect us to take you out and introduce you to our friends or to deal with you in a public situation that would imply our approval of your partnership. So don't expect us to show you love. Basically. Yeah. If you're gay. Yeah. 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 So let me get to my last point here. In 2019, which is very recent— The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints submitted an amicus brief further supporting the discrimination of LGBTQ people in the workplace and within society. The Church specifically asked the United States Supreme Court to ensure that sex does not include claims of gender identity and sexual orientation. Hmm. So basically, the Church has been against any kind of rights for— Oh, for sure. Yeah. That even in 2019, which was just last year— that they had to try to push this toward the Supreme Court saying sex does not include claims of gender identity. That's full on an attack on transgender humans. Mm-hmm, for sure. And to say claims of gender identity, that's it's so, so fucked dismissive. up. It's like, well, you think you're gay, but you're not. Right. I hate that. I hate that. Fuck off. Yeah. And I'm so glad that the Supreme Court did not listen to them mm-hmm. and that they did make this decision last Monday. So. Yeah. Thank you, Supreme Court, and fuck you, Mormon leadership. <laughs> anyway, I just I just wanted to get that off my chest. Mm-hmm. Well, that was horrifying mm-hmm. and fascinating. Uh, so now we want to introduce our special guest today. We have Alice Ashton. And this is a special time because Alice is uh, not only a friend of ours, but she is one of the moderators of our Latter-day Lesbian discussion page, on Facebook. Yes, she was also one of our original patrons, and she yep. joined as the Ask and Tell Project. So right. Alice is not just one of those sit-around-do-nothing kind of gals. She's, oh, yeah. She's all up in the business of, of doing what's right and, yes. and social change. And Alice happens to be a trans woman, and we are going to hear her point of view on the Supreme Court ruling. First of all, welcome, Alice. How you doing? Welcome, Alice. Hi. Yay. I'm doing well. <laughs> Good. My name's Alice, she, her pronouns, and I... Came out as transgender five years ago in the military. Uh, That's a whole story in and of itself. I did grow up Mormon, so lots of fun with that background. Oh, God, I can only imagine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Alice, I know it would be very, very simple for you to tell us, you know, wrap up your life experience in in about a minute and a half, but we're going to give you around five um, minutes. (laughs) I'm starting the clock. (laughs) And go. No, really, like some highlights. Um, What was it like for you growing up Mormon? When did you realize that you were transgender and what, what was that like? So I grew up in the Mormon faith in a military family, so very conservative values. Uh, My first full cognizant memory of wanting to be a girl was seven years old. Wow. Mm. But when I went to my mom and said, why can't I be a girl and wear dresses and all that stuff, it's boys don't do that. And that was all put away. Yeah. And then went on uh, until I was 18. I moved out, uh, joined the military and left the Mormon church all in a... About three months. Well, that probably wasn't traumatizing, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I never had the money to go on a mission. I didn't have money to go to college. So I, I joined the military feeling it was um, my way out, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I did that, I 
called the missionaries because I was my shelf was already pretty full. And I, mm-hmm. I called the missionaries to the base and said, hey, I'm having a crisis of faith. I need these questions answered. And I started asking some of the hard questions about why did Blacks not get the priesthood until after the civil rights movement? Why aren't women treated as equals in the church? And all of these type of questions. And then some of them were just Christian religious questions, like why is it that God led uh, the Jews as a pillar of smoke by day and a pillar of fire by night, parted the Red Sea, rained manna from the heaven, did all these things, and then they still made a golden calf and started worshiping someone else. This this just doesn't seem to make sense. <laughs> Great right, questions. as soon as Moses' back is turned, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like worshiping another god. Yeah, and how are these the chosen people when they just suck <laughs> ass so bad according to scripture? Like, <laughs> right. I think it's because it might all be fake. <laughs> yeah. It's still Mary's line. That's kind of where I am, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I left the church. I did six years Air Force, got out, tried to be a massage therapist. That didn't quite work out. So I came back in the Navy as an Arabic linguist, and I retire on June 30th. Oh, my God. So that is right around the corner here. Yeah, Are we going to have like a like a Zoom retirement party? We have to do something <laughs> to celebrate. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to do something. I think I'm going to put it off until we can actually be in the same room. Right <laughs> as on. People. Right on. Good call. <laughs> I get it. In 2015, I finally accepted that I was transgender mm. and found out about the study they were doing to allow trans people to serve openly, and I got in a secret Facebook group of trans service members and was able to find out like the day of Ashton Carter's announcement that trans people could serve openly on June 30th, 2016. I came out right after that and Mm -hmm. my peers fully accepted me. I had to deal with a lot of pushback from leadership, but that's a whole long story. Yeah. Yeah. As we all know, Things got a bit rough with the trans service with Trump and everything, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was able to finish my career and retire without a problem. Uh, There are others that are able to continue because they've been, quote-unquote, grandfathered in to allow them to continue to serve openly, but no one else can at this point. The barn door has been shut. No one else is able to join or come out as trans. Mm. Wow. Well, I guess you could say as one door closes, another door opens. Um, <laughs> I guess. Perhaps the barn door will reopen someday. <laughs> maybe um, this we're hoping for. Supreme Court decision will maybe have a trickle down effect that yeah, will affect other change. So basically, Donald Trump was not supportive of this. No. Mm-hmm. And he put forth a law or tried to that actually goes against what the Supreme Court ruled on, which is awesome that he kind of got shut down. That mm-hmm. always makes me a little bit happy. So tell us, <laughs> Alice, what does this what does this mean to you? What do you know about this? What's been your experience? So for those who don't know what we're talking about, this is the Bostock versus Clayton County, Georgia, which was put together with two other cases one involving uh, Harris Funeral Homes and Amy Stevens, and the other involving uh, airline skydiving organization. Huh. Two of those involved people being fired for being gay, and the last one was um, Amy Stevens was fired for being trans. So they put, put all those together to decide at the Supreme Court. With the makeup of the court now, we had... Not very high hopes that we would uh, win, but it ended up a 6-3 decision with Gorsuch writing uh, the opinion and Gorsuch and Roberts both siding with the liberal judges saying that you cannot fire people for being trans, that for employment purposes, sex includes gender identity and sexual orientation in Title VII. So we're protected under Title VII, and they cannot fire us or do anything else with employment that will affect us uh, based on our gender identity or sexual orientation. That's That's amazing. And I also love that two 
of the conservative judges jumped party lines and made what is in our mind the right choice. That gives me hope. Yeah. This is completely going off on a tangent here, but I remember in my conservative days growing up Mormon, that any time laws like this were passed, the conservative base would basically complain that, oh, well, now you can't fire someone if they're like stealing from you or if they're shitty employees. You know, if they're gay, you're just not allowed to fire them. And I don't think that's the case. No, that's definitely not true. (laughs) Right. It has nothing to do with if they're shitty employees or not. (laughs) Yeah, the protected categories uh, doesn't mean you can't fire those individuals. You can fire people for any valid reason. It's just if they're in a protected category, you can't make uh, hiring and firing decisions based on that protected category. Right. So what does this mean to you personally, Alice? How did that feel to hear that decision? And going forward, do you have like a a different feel about life? It was a surprise and it was a very welcome surprise. We've had a lot of bad news. Um, Even on June 12th, the HHS passed uh, regulations that said people aren't required to, like doctors are not required to give service to Uh, LGBT people if it goes against their religion or they just don't like them. That goes way beyond refusing to make a wedding cake. (laughs) Right. Like, seriously, a doctor can refuse treatment. Like, what the fuck is that? There's provisions saying uh, if it's life-saving treatment, they have to do it. But anything else, they can turn us away. Uh, Say, go find another doctor. Wow. And that's not just for, say, trans-related care. I could go in with a broken arm and they they could say, sorry, you have to go elsewhere. Mm. But the ruling that they made on Monday may actually affect that. It's most likely going to nullify that HHS decision. Mm -hmm. However, a court is most likely going to have to rule on it before it goes away entirely. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, Title VII is a very wide protection, and this decision was only made for employment, but it's going to have far-reaching effects of equality for LGBT people in the U.S. It does seem that way, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a huge, what a huge victory. Like that was kind of a shocker. Yeah. I remember when the the news came out that Trump signed off on the, you know, doctors don't have to treat you sort of thing. I wasn't surprised. I was like, here we go again. You know, Mm -hmm. the the country is not ready, just not ready. And then all of a sudden, whammo, Supreme Court's like, hey, assholes, actually, that's great news. I'm hoping this is like the beginning of quicker change, bigger change. Because you look at it, this Title VII started, what, 1964 or something in the 60s? Uh, Yes. And we're just now adding a huge number of people to that protection. It's like, why is it taking so long? It's because of voices. It's because of voices like yours, Alice. It's because of allies. Mm -hmm. Um, This didn't just happen because all of a sudden the Supreme Court was like, let's take a look at this. What do you think has had to happen to get this to the point it is now, Alice? Well, we're all standing on the shoulders of giants when it comes to activism. Everything from Stonewall on, we got more and more equality and recognition. Like, even in the 90s, I remember gay being thrown around as a derisive term and um, also just as meaning something was stupid. It's like, oh, I don't like that. It's gay. Mm -hmm. Right. That was when I was in school. Now, people don't use it that way. People actually see us as viable people. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But a lot of what caused this change is the fact that people were willing to come out and say that they were gay or they were trans. Because once you know someone, it's a lot harder to hate a person than it is to hate an idea. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Public thank you to everyone out there who has come out of the closet, either a long time ago or recently. It's brave no matter when you do it, no matter how you do it. It empowers people. Yeah. It really does. It does. And you're not alone. No. You know? When you were talking about uh, how great it is to come out, I do want to point out that some people, it is not safe for them to come out right now. Yeah, it's true. They may live with family that would not accept them, would kick them Mm -hmm. out, et cetera. And you do not have to come out 
if it is not safe for you to do so. You come out when trapped. it's safe and when you feel like it's time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, no, I agree completely. And I know yeah. we're all about coming out, um, but everyone has their own individual experience. Yeah. And sure. their, their life and their choices. And we, su- we support regardless. Yeah, and that's, why, they- that's another reason why we read letters when people change their names. We yeah. want to protect those yeah. identities yeah. for people who are afraid. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It I does. Get it. And thank you for the reminder. I think looking back, you know, Mary being a career lesbian, she's been out forever. <laughs> um, and me being able to find so much like love and happiness and acceptance after coming out. That's not the case for for everyone. That's correct. So good thing to keep in mind. Yes. How do you get a job as a career lesbian? I'm 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 <laughs> retiring from the military. I'm I'm looking for work. So that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Mary. How'd you get your career lesbian yeah. job? It's like, well, I came out at well, nineteen, and you know, and we were talking a bit offline that I feel particularly fortunate that I've been out at every job. Speaking of being a career lesbian, but I work in media. Mm-hmm. And media is a very liberal profession, and there were already protections in places wherever I worked mm-hmm. uh, that would protect me. But that was on a company, individual yeah. company level. Um, so I was very fortunate. But that is not the case for so many people. Yes. Right now. But now with this new law, there are some protections out there. And yeah. that's definitely a big Thank step God. forward. Yeah. That's not going to make everything go away overnight. Right. Red states or uh, more rural areas, generally speaking, you will still have people discriminate against, people who don't feel safe. And Mm -hmm. that is valid and that is something we need to work to change. But it takes time. It's not going to happen just because this law was passed. Exactly. But also, it's important that we all support the Black Lives Matter movement All minority groups are being oppressed by the current administration and the the laws that are being passed. So we need to support each other. Yeah, absolutely. We should all be allies for one another. And for me, it's teaching my children a better way of thought, a different way of thought, because they are your typical white privileged, white privileged, middle middle class Mm -hmm. kiddos that don't really have to deal with anything except for, damn it, I, you know, I didn't get an A in school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that's making light of their lives as being teenagers and struggling with things, but they don't deal with racism. Yes. No, they don't have to think about it. Yeah. They don't need to think about it. So people who are listening, if you have children Family members, anyone, talk about it. I, I actually had a, a niece of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just got a message from her in the middle of the night. And she's, she's Mormon. She's, she's currently Mormon. Mormon. She's currently Mormon. Um, she's, I want to say, 18, 19 years old, freshman in college. And she is very, I would say, for Mormons, liberal-minded. She posts things about Black Lives Matter. She just posted something about the Confederate flag and how it's down for hatred and, and things of that sort. And she's been posting these things because she feels like she needs to get her beliefs out. And her parents have been sort of coming down on her, like, don't do that. You don't understand. Um, and well, they're her, saying divisive comments on her yeah. Facebook feed or in right. her Instagram right. feed. Yeah. And I do love my white male family members, mm-hmm. um, but they for sure have grown up with white privilege. This one in particular is very rich, lots of money, no reason to really look into racism. It doesn't affect them. Well, and it's sad because now she feels pressure to take down those posts. Yes, and that's what she said to me. She mm-hmm. was like, I've been fighting with my parents about it. Um, they want me to take down the post. They tell me I shouldn't post this. And, you know, she and I don't really have a relationship. It's not like we hang out and chat and stuff, but she knew that I was a safe place to come to in the middle yeah. of the night via text when she was heartbroken over this fight with her parents and say, I don't know who else to turn to. Right. Uh, but this is the situation. And I felt honored that she would turn to me. And why does she turn to me? Because she knows how I feel. I've posted things. She knows what I stand mm-hmm. for. So the more we talk about what we stand for, the more people who feel like they don't have support in their families, they can turn to us. So be yeah. vocal. That's my point. Be vocal. Yeah, I'm glad you said something because we do actually have a lot of younger listeners, some yeah. teenage listeners, some college-age listeners. And Which it's is surprising because, Mary, you just had a birthday and you're old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm young at heart. You are. So there you, are. you go. You're 39 again, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, she is. Absolutely. <laughs> she's got the under boob to prove it. Uh, but we do surprisingly have a lot of young listeners. Yeah, and it's challenging because you want to stand up for these oppressed groups, right? You might not even be part of that group, right. but you want to take a stand and you see that um, harm is being done and you want to stand with them. And when you have these people that you live with, parents, 
who are funding you, mm-hmm. maybe they're funding your college uh, situation or you're still living with them and you haven't gotten into your career yet or what have you, yeah. or you're just not on your feet, you know, you are dependent on them financially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a really challenging position to yeah. be in. And you don't want to speak up against your parents, right? Yeah, they're, they're your, your parents. parents. Right. Yeah. And they're paying your way through life right now. Yeah. That's that's really challenging. What advice did you offer your niece? You know what? You know, Rita? Me, I got my cell phone sitting right here. Good <laughs> Sorry, Alice. I said her name. I am so proud of the person that you are. Don't delete your comments because your parents try to intimidate you. Things will never change when voices like ours are silenced. I've had to deal with exactly the same things that you are, and I am in my 40s. It sucks, and it still hurts every time. I have to stand by my beliefs and my heart. Your social activism is admirable and beautiful and so refreshing to see in my family. It warms my heart to see some of my nieces and nephews thinking for themselves and reaching outside of their little worlds to care about the world around them. I'm glad you and your parents have agreed to disagree. Having said that, it's your social media and you can delete anything of theirs that you want. I love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm here for you whenever you need to talk. Shelly. I crushed that shit. Thank you. Well said. I'm <laughs> well, proud of you. I, when I woke up to that message this morning, I was so touched. I'm like, oh my God, she reached out to, to me. Yeah. And I am guessing that's the only family member she's been able to reach out to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has like uncles on her other side. I have no idea. Of course, Shelly is all heart with this sort of thing. I'm in the background going like, unfriend them. Yeah, unfriend your parents. <laughs> Fuck them. Delete their comments. Unfriend them. <laughs> block the haters. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, block the haters. Even when they're your parents. I know, I so, know. So yeah, Shelly always takes the gentler, kinder stance. Yeah. I'm gentle. You are. I'm gentle and that was, kind. That was really sweet, baby. I really enjoyed what you wrote back to her. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Want to go make out later? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, anything else while we have well, Alice I was, here? I was going to ask Alice, because um, I did, and then she brought up, you know, you don't have to come out if you don't want to, and I get it. Going forward, what do we do? What's the next big hurdle? Where do we need to get more inclusiveness with uh, LGBTQ plus, you know, transgender issues? What do you think? If we're speaking of moving forward, like I said, Black Lives Matter is going Mm -hmm. on right now and we need to support them. But as for LGBT rights, trans people still can't serve in the military anymore. Um, That will not change by this ruling. The military has the ability to tell people if you have diabetes or asthma, you can't join. So they have a lot of latitude to say that that won't be affected by Title VII. Okay. Aside from trans people serving openly, just getting society to accept who we are and realize we aren't trying to ruin your idea of marriage or anything. We just want to live our lives. And yeah. That is going to be a lifelong uh, struggle to get people to realize. The yeah. fight's still going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It is going to be a long battle. Um, and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It is exhausting. For sure. It is exhausting. However, I am so grateful for the people that I've been able to meet. Yes. The people I've learned to accept and be like, oh my gosh, people. I, I love people. Uh, people that... I've formed such strong friendships with, have been able to learn from, get different viewpoints. It makes life such a more enriching and full experience to really get out there. And, you know, when we started this podcast, we didn't know it would become a platform for oppression. And it's not just that, but it definitely is that from time to time. And we love that. We are here for you. We are going to stand up for the oppressed. We just are. Blanket statement. And meeting people like you, Alice, has been a huge catalyst for us in seeing problems because we you know even though we are gay we're also white privileged females as far as females can be privileged Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things that we haven't seen haven't experienced and to be able to be close friends with those who have and that like yourself hear their experiences yeah hear your experiences I, i you know i remember when you came over and helped us stuff uh the christmas envelopes and to be able to just sit and listen to your story mm-hmm. was like oh my gosh this is alice yeah. i don't know any any other alices at the time and it was just beautiful <laughs> to hear your story thank you so much for being willing to sh- share those kinds of, of things with the world really yeah well thank you of course Alice, do you have anything else that you want to add to that? If uh, you're unhappy with how our government has been trying to legislate LGBT rights, 
kids in cages at the border, etc. Remember that in November and vote. Yes. There you go. Good yes. reminder. I love about Alice numerous things, but one thing I love is she is not a single topic kind of person. It's like, you know, because you could be purely focused on transgender issues because that's your story, but you're focused on every issue. I love that. That shows how unselfish you are. And when people can look at other people's issues too and be allies, that's when we get the change. Yeah. You have to have larger groups. And yes. so you're just a badass in your clunky goth heels. I'm just going <laughs> to well, throw you. that out there. Of course. <laughs> and thanks for being on our show today. Appreciate yes. that. Oh, not a Thank problem. Thank you. She knows what she's talking about. Oh, yeah. I always am enlightened and informed talking to her, for sure. Okay, let's take a quickie break, and then when we get back, get into some patrons and some channel members. Did you just say let's have a quickie? What, do you want to go make out or something? Yes. That's the second time we've said that in this episode. (laughs) I still want to go make out. (laughs) We'll have to get to that later. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, be right back. We are back. You know, this next segment, Shelley, mm-hmm. is brought to us by the fine makers of apostate coffee, Lesbian Blend. Yes. Medium dark roast variety, roasted in small batches to ensure freshness mm-hmm. when it arrives at your door. I love <laughs> the Lesbian Blend from apostatecoffee.com. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, who are our patrons for this week? Guess how many patrons we have. Five? Nope, two. Um, <laughs> so, ah, Whoopsie. I know. Come on. Oh, you can God. Do, Are you begging? Be- do you remember last year how we begged to reach a certain number of patrons for my birthday and it worked? Well, your birthday's passed. Shit. <laughs> okay, we need to, how do you say, like, not proactive, but. Retroactive? We need to retroactively <laughs> beg for oh, man. patrons. She's not beneath this, kids. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, we've gained and lost, gained and lost. We understand people aren't working. Mm-hmm, I get it. Mm-hmm. But if any of you out there are thinking, you know what? I like what these people do. I'm sure. going to throw, throw some money their way. Or you like what we do and you would like to get extra benefits from being a patron. All those things are available to you. Sure. And we appreciate yeah, them. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the patrons that we do have. Let's be thankful for who we do have. Okay. This well, week. patron one is Christian W. W. Oh, we should give these people coffee names That's today. right. Christian W. God, Christian, why can't I have a fucking W last name? <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Christian, you're so woke for drinking apostate coffee, <laughs> specifically or lesbian blend. wake up. To a cup of apostate coffee. Oh, or what you drinking? Apostate coffee. <laughs> All right. So, Christian, what you drinking? <laughs> I like that. Christian, what you drinking? All right. Who Thank else you. do we have? One more. Courtney S. Courtney S. Does that stand for like single roast or something? That, or, or am I thinking there... of like single malt scotch? <laughs> <laughs> is there single roast? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. We need Should to... be drinking apostate coffee. <laughs> How about that? That was too easy. <laughs> I want, okay, I got one. Courtney smells like a pasta coffee up in here. And that's a compliment. So, no, it's a good thing because I love the way that it, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that kind of bombed. Um, (laughs) Christian and Courtney, we apologize, but not really. If you would like to support us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Latter Day Lesbian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What about Marco Polo Channels? Marco Polo Channels still having a blast up on the channels. We have Richard H. Something mm-hmm. I love about Richard H. is he speaks with this voice that's like very soothing mm-hmm. and calming and relaxing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He never gets super jazzed up and excited. It's just like this. Very even. Very even oh, and yeah. soothing. And I love it. Okay. Yep. Next, we have Karen. And Karen once bought us beer and t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you, Karen. Miss That was you. fantastic. Yep. Okay. Next, we have Jamie. And next, we have Jamie. Okay. <laughs> Two Jamies. First last name is M. Second is S. Well, there you have it. Jamie and Jamie probably don't know each other. Probably not. One Jamie we have met in person. The other Jamie we have not. Yeah, we've met the one Jamie a couple of times. This is also true. I know. I love her. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the other Jamie we have not met, but someday we will, other yeah, Jamie. That's right, because we love you too. We love all the Jamies. Jamies, sign up here. We'll take you. We got you. We have a place for you, Jamie's. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's it. Okay. How are they going to find us? 
They are going to find us at latterdaylesbian.org slash polo to sign up for the video fun that we are having there. Yep. All right. Are we wrapped up with this episode today? Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Wrap it up. Okay. I would like to thank Dan at Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you, Dan. And everybody else, please steer clear of those fucking cults. Yeah. Fuck them and their cults. Fuck them. And, and by the way, fuck you, trolls. Fuck you. They're yeah. better. Trolls and cults. Now I'm letting them go. Ditch them all. All of them. Uh, they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.